0: Hello, you little jam sammies, and welcome to episode 64 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hey. And our producer, Carrie.
1: I want tacos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I always want tacos.
1: Yes, I want tacos. I've been wanting tacos all day, and I don't know why. It's not even just because it's Tuesday. It's just, I don't know, something... It's just something I haven't had tacos in a while, and I love tacos, and they're my favorite. And so, like, I want some tacos.
0: I mean, I do love tacos, and it is Tuesday. And we're so.
1: not having tacos on the show, so we're not. <laughs>
0: uh, we're having some goodness, but not tacos. But you know, we can have tacos later. I'm this still time. down.
1: I'm down with what we're having, though. Yeah, it's been good.
0: I think it'll be good. I'm excited for this one. Little tease for later. Um. Well, it's finally feeling a little bit more like fall, which makes me very happy. Yes. I'm getting to wear my new pullover I'm very excited about. It's very warm and fuzzy and cuddly and someone was mowing the yard right in my face when i got out of the car but you know other than that blowing <laughs> grass
1: all over my <laughs> I'm just
0: highly allergic and it definitely doesn't cause me to have asthma
1: they came late today it's still the, the lady next door you know her husband her husband passed away last year and they were getting it oh. mowed by those people the, sure. the people anyway because he mm-hmm. couldn't he finally couldn't do it sure. but they usually they come on tuesday mornings at like 8 30 and or they came they today. came late today well, so yeah i
0: mean it's probably both of our fault, but th- that's neither here nor there. So if I start wheezing, it's that guy's <laughs> fault. <laughs> anyway, we know who to blame exactly. Um, I mean, it should be the perfect like weather for Halloween this weekend. Yes. That's coming up. It's feeling it... like football weather.
1: So yeah. I had to, is Lexington doing tricks or treats on Saturday or Sunday? Because normally when it's on a Sunday, they always do it on a Saturday.
2: I don't know. I know Which, Richmond's doing Sunday. They usually like to stick with the holiday no matter what day it is. Do they? Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Um, that's a great question. <laughs> the whole table here has zero kids. <laughs> don't know.
2: But I have my neighborhood, and I know I've told you guys this for a couple years now, but my neighborhood, we have so many kids that come i spend a fortune on halloween candy because we have so many even though i don't have children I,
1: i quit doing it because all the action for some reason is on the other side of the street no. Like I would sit, Weird. I even sit, would sit in the in the driveway because we didn't want people coming up the steps sure. and whatever. We certainly don't want people ringing the doorbell and you can't go to the door because bacon's going to go crazy, cray-cray. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we used to just, we used to have a ton left and there's a lot of kids in this neighborhood. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not for lack of kids, but for some reason, all the action's on the other side of the street. Interesting. And you know, and I don't blame them for not wanting to like cross and cross and cross because the... Uh, Oh, excuse you.
0: <laughs> Pardon me, I was I trying to burp away from the mic. <laughs> did but not I don't work. Think it
1: <laughs> that did not work. be. Oh wow. So no, I, I and this this is like kind of a fairly decently busy street that we live on, because yeah. um, it is kind of a cut through or whatever, and it's a pretty big neighborhood. But mm. yeah, man, I just was like, well, forget this noise because y'all don't want to come over here, so y'all ain't getting no candy. Might yeah. as well save
0: your money if they're not going to come.
1: Seriously. I I mean, I don't
0: know what the trick-or-treat situation's like in my neighborhood. I'm usually not home.
1: Well, and where you live, though, you you got a condo kind of situation going on, which is a little different.
0: There's a lot of kids around there now. Are there? Yeah, I was just commenting on that to my mom the other day, that the neighborhood has definitely changed. There's a lot more families there now, which is fun. Mm -hmm. It's whatever. It's not like um mind kittens, they're fine, do whatever you
1: want Now see, John brought up an interesting point to me the other day Is that if Trick or Treat is on Saturday then It's on mi- Sunday, th- way. Okay, that's good, because then Cabbage Night can still be on Saturday And last year, oh, yeah. if you anyone remembers <laughs> Between this and probably GBS and yeah. whatever else I was on um, You know, I talked about how Growing up, the night before Halloween Was Cabbage Night and, you know, and you had to bring your pumpkins in and stuff or they'd get smashed. Yeah. So we just, so John did bring up a good point. He's like, so if they did have trick-or-treat on Saturday, is Cabbage Night the same day? Because technically Cabbage Night is the night like before, before Halloween. Oh, that's a good question. Right? Yeah. But does Halloween, is it, is it the trick-or-treat part or is it the actual 31st part? Ah, see, then that becomes a question.
0: That does become the question. I don't yeah. know how to answer.
1: Does it count as Halloween if you're not trick-or-treating on the 31st? I would
0: think
2: that you would make it like the legit holiday so it would be on the 30th even though because they're kind of bending the rules a little bit by changing the day i think so i would think cabbage night should still be on the 30th
1: i think so too i would agree with that yeah because it's it's not just it because because whenever it whenever it falls on a sunday Mm Uh, a lot of places, you know, because they want respect to church and and things like that, and not to go down that road. But sure. I think that's why they do it, and it's kind of the same thing with Fourth of July. When Fourth mm-hmm. of July falls on a Sunday, it's usually celebrated on the third with fireworks and all that kind of sure. stuff. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of places, and then not everywhere. But yeah. yeah, so the Cabbage Night mm-hmm. conundrum.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we solved
1: it. I think. Well, at least for Lexington, for I'm I'm happy with that. Well,
0: maybe in another seven or so years, well, have I to love to swing the back look I'm getting here. from Bacon. She's so funny. She wants to talk about it. She ain't? does. She wants to talk about
1: cabbage. She. Yep. Yeah. She, she. I'm not sure she likes cabbage. I don't think we've oh, ever tried to feed her cabbage. I love cabbage. I love cabbage. I'm into cabbage. I love sauerkraut. Uh,
0: I'm less into yeah. sauerkraut, but cabbage. Cabbage. Okay. Yeah, like a good or like a coleslaw or. Or a grilled cabbage.
1: Oh, yes. Kind of like, or like, a, like a grilled lettuce situation or uh-huh. whatever. Get the charmar. So somewhere. are you the, the whole corned beef and cabbage New Year's Day type of thing going on? Or?
0: I've never had that on New Year's really? Day. Really? But I, got, I, I mean, piece. I could. Really? If yes. somebody wants to make it for New Year's Day, i probably eat it. All right. You know me. I'll eat most things. But uh, anywho, we kind of got off subject. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. That's what we do. Uh, hey. It's fine. It's, it's our show. We'll do what we want Just like other uh, shows. Um, to steal Pat, from Pat just Penny. like
1: other shows. This Pat is how pending. Oh, wow,
0: she's co-opting your catchphrase.
1: Patent <laughs> pending on that. That is a wow. g- g- GBS exclusive.
0: Hey, with
2: the
1: same producer both shows. <laughs> this is That's true. That is true. We're in the family of networks. Well, you got <laughs> yeah. That's fair. The Carrie Lewis
0: podcast production yes. family. <laughs> family <laughs> networks.
1: Yeah. My awesome cooler right behind you. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, thanks again to Danielle, aka the Nebranded Baker, for coming on last week's show. We always is always yeah, we always have such a good time when she comes on. She's a character, that's for sure. She is
1: that pumpkin cupcake, man. Ah, oh, so delicious.
0: Oh, I was at a, a gathering this weekend where somebody brought some of them.
1: Yes, <gasps> Ooh, were you? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Renee's reports has something about the area that the the inebriated baker's little shop is in that is going on this weekend.
2: It does not, but if oh. you know something, oh. you can throw it in there.
1: I will. Yeah. I do. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cool. So I had a bunch of stuff I could put on there, and I've actually dialed it back.
0: Dang. Lots of good stuff going on. Well, definitely check her out at the aforementioned Julieta Market yes. at her little stall she has there inside of Grayline Station, down on the corner of Loudon and Limestone.
2: There's a lot of good stuff in there, mm-hmm. and there's parking. It's a downtown... Uh, venue that actually has parking
0: yeah lots of parking Mm -hmm. so definitely check that out and uh check out her menu at inebriatedbaker.com she does pretty much anything kind of cupcake recipe or anything that you could ask for so she's pretty flexible just give her a call can't Mm -hmm. remember the phone number i know lush is in there somewhere oh i can't see that far you read it for
1: me let's see i don't know if i can see that far it's (laughs) eight five nine is that eight two three lush pull the magnet off
0: 859823
1: lush yes check her out com. danielle at com. so
2: and follow her on all the social medias she posts all kinds of really good pictures of everything she's doing
0: and her social media is at Baker certified lush yes it's rivaling bluegrass bourbon and eats for the longest name (laughs) so
1: yeah it is now it says twitter's just inebriated baker
0: yeah. Okay. Her
1: Facebook is Her it, Facebook and, it, yes. and Instagram. Her, are fa- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, yeah. i the believe whole thing. you and thank you to her magnet.
0: Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle's magnet. It has a QR code and everything. I bet that takes you to the website.
1: Oh, it probably does. <gasps> I've God, She's a genius. I've never used it. Get so. down there and check her it out. Just, it lives on the beer fridge.
0: Super nice and very funny and makes amazing cupcakes. Yes. So, well, it sounds like we got a lot of stuff to do. So, let's get into it. But first, if you work in a restaurant or have a food blog or have it, do anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at ky. Or you can send us an email, we're ky at gmail.com. Um, we can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls, mm-hmm. Teams calls, any other kind of calls, uh, just not Zoom. Nope. And we've gone through the whole spiel. Nope. I'm old. Too old for Zoom. Too old for it. I can't handle it. So, what have you guys been up to? What's been going on? Anything interesting and food-related lately at all?
1: No. Or non-food-related? <laughs> Not really. I don't know what you've been doing? No, not particularly. Not particularly, honestly. No. Nah. I mean, I guess we went to the KSD barbecue off late on Sunday.
0: <laughs> barbecue off.
1: Barbecue off. That oh was, yeah, yeah, that was fun. We uh, we won a bunch of fancy bourbons. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, There's from their raffle. Over. I think they raised a lot of money, so it was a fundraiser, charity type of thing. Yeah, you so. got some
0: blantons over there. See yep. in that box. and in that's car.
1: a that's a cooler. Actually.
0: Oh, that's cool. I think oh, it's like a cooler. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So yeah, that was fun. So I guess that was, will be the thing that I say that I did.
0: Okay. I mean, that's pretty cool. I got a lot of expensive bourbon over there. Renee, you got to go do uh, some fun stuff on Sunday. I got to go to
2: the UK men's women's clinic. It was so much fun. The basketball,
0: yes. women's clinic.
2: The basketball women's <laughs> she clinic. She went to
0: the women's clinic. You all. She just got to yes. let you know she did her yearly visit to the women's clinic.
1: I have thoughts about the <laughs> basketball one. Um, I have talked about that on other podcasts. Uh, went once mm-hmm. and uh, said never again. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you. I'm glad you had a good time because I think the football one completely oh, no, is, one love is to be get beyond far superior to one, than for what you pay for the basketball one the football one for what you pay blows the basketball one out of no, the water no, the football
2: one is is definitely better it's definitely more hands-on um they have improved it over the years probably in the last couple of times that i've been from what it used to be uh we actually got to go into coach cow's office and i got to sit down at his desk and take a picture at his <laughs> desk um, nice. and his his office looks like a penthouse suite the place is just amazing um and then we've we've you and i went the last time we went we got to tour some of the the workout facilities
0: oh at the joe craft center yeah Yep. Yeah.
2: well so we've also been in the locker room at Rupp.
0: Mm-hmm. And well, so it's got to
2: say some stuff that, n- like, a normal fan wouldn't get to see, which is really cool. Um, this this year, we actually got a Q&A with some of the players. There's about five or six players out there. We got to stand up and ask them questions. So it was kind of good to see their personalities. And that's something they've not done previously. And uh, Cal came out and talked and actually took quite a few questions and was more interactive than usual. Because usually he just comes in and kind of says hi to everybody and then walks away. And he didn't this time. He actually sat there and uh, and. We got him on a lot of topics and you know how Cal is once he gets going, you know, he just, he goes, um, that, that was a lot of fun. Um, so I got a ball that has the entire team and coaching staff on it. So if this team wins, I've got a championship ball already with with everybody on it, but I will say they done a practice. Um, uh, they've been, they're doing two days right now and this was their second practice, that day and got to actually see Oscar Shibway in person. And that guy is a beast. I am really excited to see him, see what all he's going to be able to do this year on the floor. But Cal ran drills, teaching them how to play zone. And so if you've been a UK fan at all, playing zone is not Cal's favorite thing to do ever. And every single post game show, every single comment you see online, every single call into his uh show his coach's show on mondays there are, there will be a question that has something pertaining to why have you not played zone or why did you not play zone this game and he goes i want you all to see right here first and forehand we are going to practice zone so we actually got to see him do it but and we all we all laughed about it because we're like he's never going to use it but no but it was it was so much fun nice.
1: well i'm glad you had fun <laughs> well, i'm glad you. you we went and you okay. had fun and then i didn't have to go <laughs> Because that was, that was just not content that I was interested in. Because when we went they, the last time, and I know they moved at the Memorial Coliseum mm-hmm. because of Scarefest, actually. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll right. Talk about that in a minute. Yeah, and so the last time I went, they had at Rubber Arena. There was way too many people. They gave you a bag with some crappy snacks in it. You sat in the stands, they kind of ran drills, you went down, you got a picture taken with Mm -hmm. the team with everybody else, Mm -hmm. with a big group of people, and then they let people come down out of the stands to like run drills or participate or whatever, and it was just a mob situation. It was ridiculous. So we just sat up there and was like, we just paid, we just paid a bunch of money for kind of nothing in my opinion. But yeah, I'm glad you had fun.
0: Thank you. Yeah, me too. Um... Well, uh, yeah, speaking of Scarefest, uh, got, you guys got kicked out of there because me and Brett went to Scarefest, solely because me and Brett went to Scarefest, and <laughs> we didn't even go on Sunday. We went on Saturday to our local uh, horror movie and paranormal convention called Scarefest. It was really fun. It's the first time I've been. He goes, like, every year, but um, it's just a big convention. They have a lot of, like stars from different like horror movies and franchises there's a lot of famous like paranormal people there but i don't really follow the paranormal people so i didn't know any of them but they have like a big like setup in the middle that's just all merch so you can get all kinds of horror merch like obscure stuff i think we were talking on girls bear sports the other day about it a guy. Came, did I talk about the masks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. a guy came up in front of me and bought three authentic Halloween three masks that are very hard to come by. and He paid 160 bucks for them, which is probably cheap. for did all He pay
1: three. a piece. Oh, all three 160. All bucks? three of them
0: for 160 oh. bucks. Oh, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. No, not at all. So you can get stuff like that at these cons or whatever. Um, you can get your tarot cards read, which I really wanted to do, but I ran out of time. There was like a big line for those. But it was really fun. Um, and we went to Pods and Pots beforehand. I hadn't been there in like a month of Sundays. At the very least. It had been a long time. But um, it's good as always. They had some good beers on tap. Did they? Yeah, they had some Urban Artifact. Okay. Um, which one was it? The Gadget. Have you had the Gadget?
1: Yeah, I've had the Gadget in a, can, yeah. in a can. Yeah.
0: It is very fruity.
1: It is. Very, it's super fruity. Very,
0: very fruity. Very good. Um, Kind of alcohol So mm-hmm. we both. Uh, staggered over there, kind of tipsy. So, we just wandered through Reparina, kind of tipsy on beer, and had us a good, fun afternoon. Got to meet one of my favorite horror movie actresses, and she was super nice. So, oh, that's good. Phyllisa Rose, Sleepaway mm-hmm. Camp, which I talk about ad nauseum probably. <laughs> but, you know, it's fine, whatever. It's fine. It was a good time. I, had a good- well, I actually have
2: a question. Mm-hmm. So, For people that don't live in this area, Rep Arena and the Convention Center have been under construction for it feels like the last decade. Mm -hmm. How did it look on the inside, or what was your opinion? Can you tell anything has really changed?
0: Uh, I've not been over there since. On the Convention Center side, yeah, it looks completely different. But it's not like anything super fancy. It was just like all like the big um, like like stairs and escalator and stuff mm -hmm. were still there, but like everything was just white. Hmm. Really? And then they had like the doors going into like the actual convention center were just they they were pretty they were like big giant wooden doors. So they still a big
1: big open hall type of area. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Once you go through those doors, there's like a big open hall. Yeah. But unless they have another convention hall like underneath, like on the bottom floor or somewhere else, it kind of seems smaller. But I mm-hmm. mean, I just went into the one area. But-
2: it's uh, on the very. Or I guess the ground floor. Yeah. Do they still have the stamped concrete floors? Did they leave that or did they they tear that up?
0: um, I didn't go in that side. We had to go in the side right across the street from like Tony's and stuff. Oh, gotcha. So it was literally just the back entrance up the escalator and into the thing. But I think that maybe the only way you can get in right now because Jason Aldean was there that night too, I believe. And there was people lined up like down the street through those doors Mm -hmm. trying to get in there for that. But, yeah, I mean, it looks fine, but it's been so long since I've been to the old convention center. But it definitely, I feel like it was kind of dingy and dark, and it had a lot of carpet. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is definitely brighter. Huh. All right. yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible by any means. It just looks fresh. I was just fresh. curious
2: since I hadn't been. Fresh and open. Because yeah. the outside looks a lot better, mm-hmm. like where they've painted it, compared to just a big concrete.
1: I think whatever... Modern piece of art they thought they were creating on the outside just got uglier and uglier <laughs> and uglier as they went along. Ugh, I think it's awful.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see what Rep Arena actually looks like the yeah, arena side, but I've not been in there, so I guess we'll never know until <coughs> we go. And I probably won't go. So I don't know.
1: We've, we've, ta- we've been talking. We've been talking about going uh, for the little game. I don't know if we'll sell those tickets or not. I know we could get a crap ton of money for them, but oh, we, we've yeah. talked about wanting to go to at least one game this season, and that might be the one. So. You guys have season tickets? Oh yeah,
0: interesting.
1: Lo- lower level end zone, baby.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. look at you all.
1: Yeah, yeah. we had to. I mean, that, they ain't cheap. No, <laughs> they're not. That.
0: Um I feel like maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I've been to enough games at Rip Arena know that I need to go to every one of them.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of the same. You know, because we started in the upper level mm-hmm. and worked, worked our ticket way down to where we are now. And to tell you the, the honest truth, I've never been in the seats that we have now, ever. Not once. Interesting. Not one time.
0: I've sat down there in those seats before, like, one-off. Like, someone gave us tickets or, like, the university took us one year for, like, a college recruiting thing or whatever. But, I mean, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I to tell people, like, go if you've never been, for mm-hmm. sure. Go two or three times. I've just been enough. I'm good to watch them at home.
1: Sure. And I'm going to tell you right now, this myth of you can't get a ticket is a bunch of crap. Yeah. You can get a ticket. Just go on to StubHub's and get you a ticket. I mean, honestly, in the upper level, you probably won't be paying that much. You'll be paying face. We tend to charge face or more than face, depending on the game. I don't know. John's in charge of all mm-hmm. that. Um, but the bottom line is this. Mm-hmm. No, you can't get a ticket. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. You certainly can certainly get a ticket. And I'm sorry. you. In a lot of the games on the home schedule this year, a lot of people are unhappy. Because uh, they're not very good, but the bottom line is, guess what? Those crap games, you can get tickets. Hell, you can get tickets in the eruption zone when the students go home for Christmas break. Oh yeah, so yeah.
0: you can get the tickets. I mean, they're out there for the taking.
1: Absolutely. Maybe some of them you
0: have to pay a little bit more money for. I just for, there, but... there there
1: there become there's become this there became this myth around it, right? Sure. Um, and, and it that just doesn't exist anymore.
0: Yeah, I can I agree with that, and I, I can see that, and I mean you can. Honestly, like Renee and I have been sitting up against the wall in rep mm-hmm. arena. We've been sitting up so high, and you can still hear just as much up high as you can down. You know low. what?
2: Honestly, I'm really comfortable in those seats. They've got a little like ledge that goes right behind it, and <laughs> I get can to put my purse back. back there. And I don't have someone's knees in my back. Yeah, and I've got a little bit more elbow room. And one I don't year, those.
0: that one year, we heard Cal screaming at Dakari from the very top, from the very top, the very very <laughs> top, very clearly. But... <laughs> You know, plus just my two cents but Definitely go if you've not been, mm-hmm. but I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm into the Kroger Field thing right now. I'm sorry, Commonwealth Stadium thing right now.
1: Hashtag not my Kroger Field. Yeah,
0: yeah. so, you know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, st- I'm
2: definitely in football mode, but it was fun to actually see the guys. Sure. Normally, I am like so into basketball that I could tell you. Like I could tell you all the recruits that they're looking at. I could tell you uh, like the so guy could walk by and I could tell you exactly who it is and how tall they were and where they come from. And I don't even know. Like I can I can maybe tell you five of the guys right now, but I can tell you more football players than I can basketball. So it's like it's just my entire mindset's just not I'm not basketball ready.
0: Sure. Yeah, me neither. And you shouldn't be. We won't be until you shouldn't be. January, the whenever the college football championship it's is. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, not a minute sooner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to lead us right into America's second favorite segment, Renee's Reports.
2: So... Halloween's almost here. We're getting ready to start going into fall or going not really into fall, but into November, which gets you trying to start preparing for both Thanksgiving and Christmas at the same time. That's just kind of where we are. So if you're looking for those Christmas gifts, because let's be honest, it's going to be kind of hard to find products right now. So try to shop local. There's all kinds of local vendors that are out. they are Handmaking crafts you're going to get something unique and it's and it's a lot of fun uh to be able to go out to and try to check out some of these uh, little events they've got going on so in Berea the women's club is having their annual holiday vendor market on November 6th in the Berea community school gym and it's going to be um from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., it's called Tinsel and Treasures. If you want to check them out on Facebook, they're updating the vendors and stuff there. And I think that would be, you know, a good opportunity to rack up on some Christmas gifts.
0: Sorry, so, Tinsel and Treasure sounds like a '90s country song. It
1: does. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah
2: <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> so yeah,
1: I like it. So real quick, that, yes. and this actually goes along with the theme sure. that you're talking about here with festivals, the Juliet Market Fall yes. Festival. Is Saturday, October 30th from 12 to 7 at the Grayland Station. Free trick-or-treating music games and prizes. So, Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. And they've added, recently added a barbecue place out there
2: too. So you've got all the other good food that's already there and then you throw that in. They're just really building that up. Uh, and it, it's really cool out there. Um, did you all know we're getting a West Coast Beverly Hills Burger Joint? it's moving it's going to be in winchester not in lexington but they found a place in winchester that they want to build and it is called fat burger
1: the only reason i even know what a fat burger is (laughs) is because of ice cube today it was today was two in the morning got the fat burger yeah yeah yeah. (laughs)
0: nice
2: well look i went on their website because i wanted because i personally had never heard of them and i went on their website and checked out their menu and they just they just do like solid like burgers, onion rings. They have several different kinds of fries. They've got steak fry, which they call fat fries. And then they've got like regular like shoestring looking fries. They've got sweet potato fries that are crinkled. And then, of course, they've got their hand-dipped onion rings, which they claim that they make in-house. I do like onion rings. You can, you can kind of mix and match and add their add-ons to your burger if you want to, and the onion ring is an option of an add-on. But they have a range of burgers so they've got like they start from medium and they work up their way to triple xl so and it's like a big king burger i think is what is what they call it and they do milkshakes they have four different kinds of milkshakes so that's gonna be coming to winchester kind of i kind of want to see it since it's something i've never never tried It'd be kind of cool to be able to check that out
1: sure
2: um so you all have seen on Instagram, I know like Coach Cal and his wife Ellen have become friends with this uh, cake lady on Instagram. Her name is uh, Brandy Romines. She's also been a caller in day our local sports show, Kentucky Sports Radio, quite a bit. She has a business called Happy as a Lark Cakes. She has been on a Netflix show that's called Baking Impossible, and her and her group competed, and they become in third place. Which is which is really cool. She came out. She alert. represented. She represented Lexington. She represented Kentucky, and it was kind of cool to see one of our own on TV. So, there, you can go back and check out those episodes on Netflix if you want
0: to see how that went. Well, I mean, you told us, so <laughs> we want to see what she did. That's yeah. true. I would like to check it out. I'm pretty far behind on my baking shows. I've not watched an episode of The Great British Bake Off, and I don't know what's wrong
1: with me. We are on, we're going backwards because we <laughs> didn't realize all the seasons were on Netflix. Oh, yeah, baby. So we are all on We're that. on season seven right now, and I, I was not, I was not in a good mood yesterday um, for reasons, and uh, I just told John, I said, I don't want to watch sports, I don't want to watch football, just put on the baking show. <laughs> It always
0: makes you feel better. It's very yeah. calming. It's nobody's very
1: Nobody's yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Nobody's you know. Everybody's like supporting sure. each other. It's very British. You yeah, know? that's um,
0: why I love British television. It's so, great. Yeah. And <laughs> when I finally have a weekend where I'm not doing something, which is hopefully soon, I will be in Joll episodes.
1: Because Don't I mean, you hanging on in quiet desperation is the English way. Yes. As Pink Floyd taught us. It
0: sure is. <laughs> it sure is. All right. Well, those were some good reports, Renee. Thank you. You're welcome. B- back to us, I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for a, a new... uh Temporary segment? America's fourth favorite segment? It's a
1: holiday segment. A
0: holiday segment. Because I
1: really feel like we need to start pe- we start peppering in some holiday sure, type sure. segments, and obviously Halloween's coming up, and yeah. this episode will be released before Halloween. You know. So I saw this article and I thought it was interesting. And uh Sarah was like, Yes, this article is interesting. Because you know, <laughs> as a, <laughs> a, a lady of many words. Right. I'll
0: tell you, I didn't read it, but the headline looked interesting. Okay. So, I didn't
1: be so you rude. know, on on G V if you want to go back uh, to a couple of episodes we talked about the Instacart uh, the Instacart survey that said that Kentucky was candy corn um, oh, for the number I mean, one candy and then, and then they ran Sweetish down Swedish
2: fish They ran keep da- getting that every year
1: no we got candy corn <sighs> So
2: Swedish
0: so Fish was a big part of
1: them Yes, but yeah. they, but we ran down the rest of the states on that. So now this one though, the Halloween candy that they, they debuted, the decade you were born. So they actually start with the 1940s, M and M's, Bazooka bubblegum. Hershey Almond Joys, which a lot of people, man, there's a lot of hatred out there for Almond Joy. And I'm sorry, I like Almond Joy, so there. I just
0: don't like coconut.
1: I do. No, that's that's where I'm at, too. And then the company that first made Smarties opened in 49. Well, I do like Smarties. Mm In the 50s, you had Hot Tamales... And Pixie Sticks. Mm-mm. I like Pixie Sticks. Yeah. In the sixties, you got Starburst, which was originally called Opal Fruits, and released it, released in the UK in nineteen sixty and came to the US in nineteen. Why did they change that name?
2: Came, yeah. came to the US oh,
1: in nineteen sixty seven. Haribo Gold Bears, which apparently yeah. that's the only gummy candy that Mike Leach from Mississippi State will eat. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, fair. That's, fair. That. that's fair. That's <laughs> Yeah,
0: he hates candy corn, and I couldn't agree more. Yes,
1: right. and then uh, Lemonheads. In six oh, in sixty two. Yeah. So the seventies, where I'm from
0: it Carries time. Skittles
1: <laughs> were first produced in the UK in 1970. okay, that doesn't make any sense. Didn't I just say uh oh, what did I do?
0: I think you said M and M's before.
1: No. Starburst, I'm Starburst. sorry, I'm getting my yeah, okay. I'm getting my fruity candies confused. Skittles were first produced in the UK in 1974. I had no idea Starburst and Skittles were first produced in the United Kingdom. I didn't either. Did didn't. not know that. Through a similar form of carbonated candy, though a similar form of carbonated candy was invented in 1956, Pop Rocks weren't invented mm-hmm. and released as they are today until the 70s. Uh... Reese's Pieces, I don't I did, hmm. I did, don't know about this. Reese's Pieces were also invented and released the same decade. They were probably invented and released, but they did not become popular till the 80s in E.T.
0: And I feel like Fair. Pop Rocks feels more 80s than it does 70s No, to me Pop, pop Rocks,
1: it pop, well, you weren't alive, so, you know. You don't
0: know that? <laughs> what if I've been lying this whole time? You're a vampire. What about the Pop Rocks and the sodas?
2: <laughs> the Pop Rocks and the sodas?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I mean... Heck, yeah. You, that was definitely... The you've actually
1: diagnosis. been alive 700 years. <laughs>
0: I've just been in the what, super slumber. Process. Yes.
1: How are you eating human food? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, the... Ni- <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm eating human okay. food at the moment. So, in the <laughs> 1980s, nerds were invented. That was 83. Oh, and then dude, Sarah, Sarah's, Sarah's favorite, Sarah Patch Kids, in 1985.
0: Oh, Damn it, I thought you
1: were going to say 1986, and I was going to get it. Oh, excited. sorry. And then in 1990s, Hershey's Cooking and Cookies and Cream Bars first hit store uh, shelves. That's, that's your jam. That's my second parents. In 1994. Yeah. And now, what we, uh, we we call the aughts, the 2000s, <laughs> the right? The Whatever, yeah. the 20 aughts. I don't 23 skidoo. Or should I say 69 skidoo? <laughs> I'm going to get as many what we do in the show as references in the show as I can. You know. Uh, Candy Company Gullet's which became Jelly Belly, Candy company in two thousand one released Birdie Bots Every Flavor Beans in two thousand, inspired by the Harry Potter franchise. Oh, yeah. But technically Jelly Bellies were nineteen eighties because I was gonna say because Reagan, who was president in the eighties, he was all about the Jelly Belly yeah, jelly I, beans. I mm-hmm.
0: had them as a kid. Like every time we would come to Lexington to go to the mall.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Be- mm-hmm. You got you get them in all the the pop, pop popcorn. That was my favorite. I think popcorn was my favorite flavor. It's oh, interesting.
0: Really? That's interesting for sure. I always
1: like for that artificially butter flavor of the popcorn. What was your favorite flavor of Jelly Belly?
0: Probably like the more sour ones, like the sour green apple, or like what's another one? I was pretty basic with my.
1: I like the blueberry one. Belly. The yeah, blueberry like one too. was good. The um, red
0: cherry ones, maybe. I yeah, like one. Cherry one. I like the cherry ones. Granite.
1: Did they have like a strawberries and cream one or something? I'm sure. Yes, now they have they so did. many flavors. I think it's they into, did, I'm trying to think of the basic ones because, yeah, when yeah. they were first invented, I mean, you got some really cool flavors like popcorn and stuff like that, but you don't the, have near the flavors the that you most do now.
0: disgusting flavor on the face of the earth, black licorice. Get out. Oh, yeah. Get out. No, you shouldn't <laughs> eat
1: black licorice. It's really not good for you. I like it.
2: And, you know, they've got those boxes now that they'll have the mystery one. And so you're sitting there eating and you don't know which one tastes like total trash.
0: I just got a wave of PTSD from last <laughs> Halloween when you got us those mystery Skittles and I ate that one that tasted <laughs> like so spaghetti or meatballs it or like so something. I, I think I vomited a little bit into the trash can. I think you did. Yeah. <clears> I mean, that was, that was a real <laughs> well, red moment they call it zombie there. Skittles? Yeah. I think that's what they were called oh yeah god <laughs> oh my god she's getting a heepy yeah yes. I, I
1: never uh, like i they the, none of that stuff ever appealed to me like i guess the harry potter ones are kind of fun mm-hmm. but those the but jelly belly released the gross flavors even before yeah. before oh, yeah. that
0: yeah there's like they have one too that's like it has a little wheel you can spin i think Is isn't that the, gross like flavor the easter ones? box doesn't come out at easter I feel like there may be one for the gross ones, too, where there's like a little like Wheel of Fortune type. Oh, like a, ru- like a roulette, yeah. like a yeah. Uh, yeah. gross jelly and belly roulette. And you're supposed roulette. to pick out that one to eat. Uh, yeah. And they taste so bad.
1: I bet you they still don't taste as bad as ranch soda. That's, That's what I'm going.
0: Well... You might have a soda to try in the coming weeks that might.
1: Rot. Oh, I, I I don't know. I still don't think it's going to be as bad. <laughs> I'm not going to tell Renee what it is. <laughs> I know exactly I what Carrie's it is. I think Carrie's figured it out. Oh, right? but I, she knows. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> she knows. I told you about it. You
0: did, and then I may or may not have said I'm going to go buy
1: one, <laughs> and then you may or may not <laughs> did, have found it.
0: <laughs> it's really easy to find, but is it really? I have not found the other three.
1: Because the way the way that the article that I saw read was that it was it was going to be like very limited. Like a limited quantity So I'm really impressed And like people were apparently Like all excited about it They still got the one I have Really? They still
0: have it on the shelf At the Kroger But they don't have the other three Maybe Uh. I have to go hunting for those All right it's a I was I was
2: actually pretty, pretty you could surprised whenever <laughs> uh, me and the fam went to Gatlinburg, and I actually seen in the cooler where you could just grab one or whatever, and I sent you all a picture. Yeah, they had the ranch some. dressing soda, and they had the bacon, really the dill pickle, the pickle one. Yeah. The, what was it, the Frank's hot sauce one? Yeah.
1: There were several. I would rather drink a bottle of Frank's hot sauce <laughs> than ever drink that ranch soda again. Like, I would just rather drink Frank's hot sauce.
0: Yeah. What about Sriracha? Would you drink a whole bottle of Sriracha before you did that?
1: I know what she would drink. A whole... Uh, that Old base
2: sauce. I know she would drink... She would drink a whole and just, bottle of I that. had
0: to bring up Sriracha because this was comical yesterday. I had a Kroger click list and I ordered just a normal person's amount of Sriracha. <laughs> and so when you pull up and you call them to tell them you're there, they're like, Oh, a couple of substitutions. You're out of this thing. So I subbed this. We were, we're out of the Sriracha 17 ounce bottle. So we gave you the Sriracha 27 ounce bottle. And I promise you it's as big as this liter bottle that Carrie is holding. I held it up to my head. It's as tall as my head. It's a full a 27 18. ounces of Sriracha, <laughs> so we're putting Sriracha on everything I eat now. Industrial and, size bottle. And that's fine. I love it. But now, anyway.
1: I've seen, let's see, who did I see? It was, or do you know the no- Notorious B.O.B.? B.? He's a eater on YouTube.
0: I've heard of him. He's yeah, a, gosh. he's a, not,
1: he's his, he's very nice, he seems like a very nice guy, right? And he's, he's a good eater, right? He did this one challenge that he chugged, I don't even remember how many bottles it was of, like, Texas Pete or something like that. Oh, no. And he was like, he was like, do, absolutely do not do no. this.
0: No. his stomach lining start shedding off and slopping
1: off? I don't and he think so. I mean, he, he is obviously okay because he's still alive um, yeah, and, but, and doing YouTube yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I would no, have I some after that. Well, that wouldn't have been great. Freaking Molly Schuyler, she did a live stream the other day where she tried to eat 45 of the one-chip challenge chips. <laughs> what? Yeah. It was a chip
0: challenge for a She
1: ate almost just about all of them.
0: We still got to do that. We do. Yeah, y'all do. Christmas time. <laughs> Renee. My hot level is really low. Nice. Nah, we could work that tolerance up. Not <laughs> right. that quick. Well, that was a good segment. Thank you, Carrie. I enjoyed those candies.
1: Figured we needed to get at least one Halloween thing. Yeah. And yeah, right. no,
0: i hot like that. For sure. I love it. All right. Well, now it's time for America's favorite segment. It's our hinky podcast question. Do, do,
1: do. I'm excited about this. Yes. So would you like me to give the background? On the yes, because I wrote it down
0: in my notes, but okay. I know I'm getting it wrong. So
1: go, you go ahead and tell what the question is.
0: Okay. So the question is, what is the correct way to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right. in your opinion?
1: Right. Okay. So. We, Sarah and myself, and the CFO were all at Blue Stallion, and this was like back in July. Yeah, right? it was the summer. Just sitting around drinking beers and talking, and that's where the whole, uh, actually, that's where the the whole uh, layout thing came i was but, thinking about that on the yeah. way
0: here i was like what did she call
1: it yeah then i spent two weeks talking ad nauseum <laughs> yeah, about it was a follower yeah I was well vulgar. the other question that came out of this conversation was what is the correct way to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and of course i said my way which i'm gonna say here in just just a minute <laughs> and uh got completely ganged up on was told <laughs> i was absolutely 100 wrong
0: um, all the harshness came from the CFO, by the way. I was just agreeing with him. I didn't say the words.
1: But you agreed. I agree. <laughs> so, you're te- wrong. so you technically <laughs> ganged up on me. So I was promptly, promptly put in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich making place, I guess, <laughs> at Blue Stallion. But I still make them the way that I said that I make them. And I don't care what you all think. You're not in my kitchen doing it, and you're not eating it. Well, so. you're not
0: the only one with a weird way of making it, as we'll find out in a minute. Okay. So let's just go ahead and go around the table and say how we make our sandwiches. So Renee, how do you make your peanut butter jelly sandwich?
2: Uh, So creamy peanut butter. I only use Jif, and I grew up on black raspberry jelly. I never had, I've never really had grape jelly or strawberry jelly until I was an adult because that's all my grandmother would ever have in the house. And I actually love the black raspberry jelly and it's actually hard to find. Not every place it is made by Smuckers, all the same company. Um, but I have to really dig and try to find it. It's not your common <clears throat> stuff. And when I do, I get like several jars to keep on hand, but that's my favorite.
1: Well, but how do you make it though? It's so, the yeah. assemblage how is what we're talking about. Assembly.
2: Okay. So but that's important. Bread? I mean, yeah. you kind of know, kind of know what I'm putting on it. So, white bread, and then peanut butter on one side. I do just a s- little smear on the other, and then jelly on the other side because that little schmear on the other side keeps the jelly from seeping through, and then always cut on the diagonal.
0: Okay, well, I'm leaving Carrie still last. and mm-hmm. She's made such a stink about it. Um. <laughs> well, I,
2: I, well, she gave me a face as I'm talking about the schmear, so I'm interested to hear what she says.
0: Yeah well me I'm just a, a simple girl I don't require much and to be honest with you I don't really make a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches I even mean, I'm holding one but um, if I'm going to make one it has to be white bread mm-hmm. I'll be, you don't have to cut it I just eat that thing whole like, I ain't fancy Can't, you don't have to cut <laughs> it for me but I just do a, a good Jif creamy on one side and uh, some grape smokers on the other or a good raspberry jam her like, raspberry like it. preserves. Mm-hmm. It really just depends on what I'm in the mood for. But the mood strikes me few and far between. So I'm just, you know, one, peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other. I, eat it. I love a good PB&J.
1: So I like peanut butter and jelly, especially if I'm eating soup. Um, I do like the, to make peanut butter and jelly sandwich when I'm, when I'm eating soup. I've heard that from a So lot. wheat bread. I'm always on a wheat bread. And then... The peanut butter, the creamy peanut butter, and then you just put the big old blob of jelly on the peanut butter, and then spread that around in the peanut butter, and then you put the other slice of bread on. So I'm a peanut butter and jelly on one slice of bread person because if you're if you're packing the sandwich elsewhere and you put the jelly on the other slice of the bread, it seeps, and I don't like that seepage. I don't care for seepage, and I am more no one cares for seepage. No, it's it's you don't want seepage at all. Period. (laughs) Um, It's bad. So bad. Uh, it's bad for the environment. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am an industrial jar size uh, of strawberry jelly person. Or right now, I'm working on blackberry, and that's the smaller jar. But I'm not a super grape person. I'll do grape, but I prefer strawberry and or blackberry.
0: Now, because you're a mixer mm-hmm. of the two, yes. do you ever get the mixed up? in the jar the the goober goober. Mm -mm. no i've never done that calling it goober makes me upset yeah Uh, eric the electric used to use it all the time and it would make me ill yeah he'd be like oh i gotta get my goober out i can't do anything without my goober i'd be like "What?"
1: i'm I'm not a fan (laughs) of that and but obviously somebody's buying it because they still make it and it's on it's on grocery store shelves So
0: since you have such a large
2: jar of strawberry jelly what else do you eat strawberry jelly with besides making a PB&J. Nothing. Nothing. Oh,
1: okay. Nope. Because uh, that jar, that jar lasts for a while. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, I got called out <laughs> because I put the peanut butter and the jelly on the same piece of bread.
0: Well, did you ever think that we'd been drinking? Or not part of the issue? No, John would sit here right <laughs> to my face and In tell me guess. I was wrong. I mean, it's not the way I would do it. That is kind of wrong. Okay. <laughs> you also call a funeral a layout.
1: No. You it, also call visitation a layout. Thank you. The funeral's totally separate. Funeral's, <laughs> a funeral's a funeral. The burial is a burial. The cremation is cremation. And the layout is the layout, y'all. And then you have peanut butter and jellies afterwards, where the peanut butter <laughs> and the jelly are on They're the same piece of together bread. on the same piece Yes. Of bread. And there's no cutting. You just pick it up and eat it. Mm-hmm. That's a walking around sandwich. I, I like a good walk. And to me, for me, that's a walking around sandwich. And I think that's why I mix the peanut butter mm-hmm. and the jelly. Because then I can just grab it off the counter and I just randomly walk around my house and eat it. Okay. Yeah. So anyway.
0: <laughs> whatever you want to do.
1: Whatever. So I'm intrigued because I wanted to go in fresh with these uh, social media answers on this.
0: Okay. Well, let's get to them then. <clears throat> um, Kate said with honey instead of jelly. Okay. Specific.
1: I love peanut butter and honey I do. I'm a fan of that yeah. that sandwich. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Bethany
0: said, When I make them for the girls, I do jelly on one slice of bread and I cuss up a store and put the PB on the other side of the bread. See? Yeah. Maybe she could learn something from you. I don't know. Um, this one I think y'all find interesting. Karen said, Mix together in a bowl real well, spread on white bread. Enjoy.
1: Hmm. Now I could get down with that, I think. Yeah, that's kind of got my concept going, right? right? Kind of, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, my mom said peanut butter on both slices and jelly in the middle. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. jelly in the middle, but you got much back. <laughs> <laughs> you can <help> her. Uh, <laughs> Tanya said. Jeff, peanut butter, smooth and smuckers, grape jam, not jelly. Spread peanut butter first, a little more than jam. Then on the other slice, spread the jam. Dram- I can't read. Jam spreads easier. That was hard. Best <laughs> served with Cheetos or Fritos corn chips on the side and a Reese's cup and chocolate milk.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. And she started oh, wow. laughing at herself. So. Yeah.
0: This is like my whole family answering this question. So it's really <laughs> funny. Um, Desiree said, "With just peanut butter, all the peanut butter, no jellies for no Desiree." Jellies. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> Jeff said, "Peanut butter porter and raspberry stout."
1: Fair enough. This, this, uh,
2: this uh, answer does not surprise me.
1: Hey, yep. but you know there are some. There they are, have PB and J style. They, they do, they do have porters. PB and J beers. That there are they are out there because uh, in yep. fact I had I one. Like had one. Well, I had one that I really liked from Urban Artifact. It was in their Epicurious series. I think that was last year, actually. And I can't remember the name of it. Um, I'm
0: Epicurious to see what else they come up with. uh, sorry.
1: Boo.
0: (laughs) My boss does that. (laughs) It's rubbing off on me. That's terrible. (laughs) I know. Uh, Cassandra said, Grape jelly is good, but strawberry is great. Creamy or crunchy, either one, but never cut down the middle. Always cut it diagonally. Harrison said, Crunchy, never grape jelly, and diagonal. Uh, Renee, your mom commented and said, "Grape jelly, smooth peanut butter, and cut diagonally." So, everybody's agreeing. Well, not really agreeing with you so far. But uh, Richard, Renee's husband, mm-hmm. said, "Grape jelly and crunchy peanut butter. I don't like it cut at all." I can get down with that. Likes a good
1: walking and around sandwich. He does
0: like goober. We have a jar. He of would like goober. <laughs> we
2: have a jar in the pantry right now. Do
0: you call him a goober every time you make one for him? Make a sandwich for him? Because I would. Mm, no, but that's a missed opportunity on my part. Next time. Well, mm-hmm.
1: now we know who's buying it. Yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah. I mean, Renee obviously buys it. <laughs> he eats a lot of things. Just be like, here, goober, and just throw it him. He eats a lot of things I don't, don't that. eat. <laughs> <laughs> including Spam
2: and Viennese sausages. I hey, don't eat this stuff.
0: <laughs> those are both amazing. And don't I, you dare speak ill of take your Ill word Ill for it. And then, finally, for Facebook, Rhonda said, the most important part of making the PBJ sandwich is to first spread the peanut butter on both slices of bread. That way, the jelly can't soak through the bread. As far as the rest, variety is the spice of life. So you're on Mm -hmm. to something there.
1: So she's down with the no seepage.
0: Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag no seepage. That's the the name of this one. (laughs) On Instagram.
1: (laughs) Don't Google that. Ever
0: <laughs> oh at elutes forty four said, <coughs> "Excuse me, spread peanut butter on the bread and then stop. Do not ruin a perfectly good peanut butter sandwich with jelly. That's
1: intense. You know what nobody said so far? What? I know. I, should should
0: you should wait till the end.
1: Uh, Maybe yeah, somebody will say it. I'll, I'll, gonna say. I'll wait till the end." <laughs>
0: <laughs> at inebriated banker certified lush i said in one of my pb and j boozy cupcakes duh well fair <laughs> enough at muse marketing ky said pb and anything but grape jelly and call it a day at dr melissa carver said is there a wrong way hashtag elderberry I've never had elderberry jam. Well, jelly, your mo-
1: your mother smells like elderberries, <laughs> and your father was a hamster, so I don't know. <laughs> and
0: I farted in your general direction. <laughs> I do like elderberries, so, though, so I I could try it. At the Terra, Emily said three slices of bread, from bottom to top. You do bread, then peanut butter, then jelly, bread, jelly, peanut butter, then bread.
1: Oh wow! You will oh, wow. regret it. That's a monster sandwich right there.
0: It is. I didn't see that coming. Uh, at 4 real cheesecakes said, peanut butter on the side, on one side, jelly on the other, no grape, cut into trying. Also, a good pitty-pitty ratio there. Yep. And then on Twitter, our good friend Scott Watts said, I think put the peanut butter on first, and then the jelly on regular bread or toasted bread.
1: Okay. I would need some clarification on if he puts it on the other side or on, yeah. the, oh, panel- on the same side. Let piece. us know, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Let, let us know. So, nobody said KY Jelly. Really? super disappointed Gross. super disappointed
0: What's wrong you're with a pervert
1: <laughs> actually i'm actually surprised to, t- no, to tell you that tr- no. it's true um <laughs> i just hide it very well but uh yeah i said i was joking i'm <laughs> kind of i'm kind of surprised that nobody said muscadine jelly because muscadine is a i mean it's a grape is very popular in the south it's super sweet they Make jelly out of it, make wine out of it, and I that's want to le- try that's some I've le- never tried. It that's yet. legit too. Yeah. It's legit. That's a legitimate thing. I'm I believe not. Believe you. Yeah.
2: Well, I will tell you. I was talking to Chef Andy from Ovin Bistro today, and I asked him. I was like, "Well, since we're in conversation, let's talk about PB and J." I said, "I'm really kind of interested to hear your take," and he said, "Well, I don't eat PB and J's a whole lot, but if I did, it would be peanut butter strawberry." He said, "But non-popular opinion." He said, "I prefer." Peanut butter with
1: mayo and p- dill pickles. I've heard of that before. Hmm. Okay, and I was like, "I'll take your word for it." <laughs> it's kind of got that sweet, salty because yep. peanut butter's got yep. a little sweetness to it. Yeah, he uh,
2: said, "Don't knock it before you try." it. He, he uh, said, "But it's really good." The
1: mayonnaise ain't for me, but you know. Yeah, yeah, that
2: had a making of like a banana croquette.
0: That's gross. Uh, ugh, yeah, na- mayonnaise. <laughs> nanners. You know what else? Somebody said
1: <laughs> what
0: dingleberry. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> 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 shows off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this leads us into America's third favorite segment. I don't remember which one we're on. Is, um, we haven't done this We haven't done this one in, this one in like gone. what feels like a year. It's been but a while. Who can tell at this point what year it even is? Uh, it's time for our food fight cage match. Ding 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 ding. ding. Well, I already ate one of them, so I already know (laughs) part of my answer, but uh, since we're talking PB&Js this episode, we decided we would try to hunt down some local Mm PB&Js, and then we got, what did you end up with, Carson's for PB&Js? Carson's. It's a local restaurant here in Lexington. Um, And then we got some Uncrustables, because everybody loves a good Uncrustable, and you find them everywhere, every Mm -hmm. grocery store, and Mm -hmm. this is the grape one, because that's what I like. So I figured we could try them both side by side, so let's go ahead and divvy those up real quick, I reckon.
1: A lot of grape haters on the list. I know. That's a lot of people hating on a grape.
0: I mean, I like other ones, but I like grape, too. Yeah. I'll okay. let Renee do the Divian. I don't.
1: I don't mind grape. It's just not my like first choice or whatever, right?
2: Handing an encrustable to somebody. Candy. I'll split one with somebody. Yeah,
1: there. here you go. I'll Split this one. Ooh, a strawberry.
0: I'll take a little piece.
1: Thank you. It's a strawberry one.
0: Peanut. It's good. We're well, eating encrustables right mm-hmm.
1: now. Yeah, that taste is fine. The peanut butter and jelly is fine. It's that bread. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's too soft. It's too sticky. It's too mushy you know for like, me. I,
2: I love the crust on my bread, so I'm kind of missing that right
0: now.
1: But, um, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's, yeah. fine. it's serviceable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's good in a pinch when you don't have mm-hmm. anything to eat. Mm-hmm. And then you get one out of the freezer, and you throw it in your backpack and take it to work. And by the time you get there, by the and time it's lunch time, you got lunch. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's fine for that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> maybe y'all are ready. To try Carson's? Mm. I was really hungry for some reason. Mm-hmm. I already ate a piece. I was
2: gonna so. say this one's closer. All
1: right. This looks grilled to me.
0: It does look yes, grilled. Yes. No. It, it is. It is a grilled B J. This is a big old sandwich. Did you say this yes. is from the kids menu? It is off the kids menu. Yes. Um. This is too much for kids to eat. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> this is a huge amount for yeah, a this child. Is
0: like too much of a sandwich for me to eat. I ate half a one in almost school.
2: This is really good.
1: You know what? It's good. And maybe it would have been, uh, like, warm, like, mm-hmm. better warm a little bit. was obviously, we had the lips, it sat here while we talked. Mm-hmm. But the butter on the bread that they used to grill the bread mm-hmm. is overpowering the peanut butter and the jelly for me.
0: Uh, They didn't overpower it for me. I think that's what made me like it better. Mm-hmm. It's because I know that uncrustable bread is, like, soggy, for lack of a better word. Because it, it's frozen and then it thaws so it gets soggy and it's super soft. I like that this one has a crunch and it is kind of That's buttery. Different. I've always
2: wanted to try, Yeah, like, a grilled PB&J.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's I'm, good. I'm just getting too much of the grilled too butter. Too much butter.
2: Oh. And there's crust on the, on the bread, so I like it.
1: Yeah. Bit. But I would give it another shot, like, if it was warmer. If it was
0: warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you had to pick one right now, though, which one would you pick?
1: Mmm... That's a tough one.
0: I'm gonna give the slight edge to Carson's because really, the PB and J tastes the same.
1: That's fair. Mm-hmm. Like the, that's fair.
0: The filling in both of them, it tastes like peanut butter and jelly. Like there's really not like a like earth shattering difference in that. No, uh-uh. it's the bread. that's it's, completely but it's, different. It's the bread. Yeah. Yeah, but just because it's got a crunch to it. That's fair. I'll give it
1: to that. I, I go with that.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's really. It's good. Yeah.
1: I'm down with mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah, it's fair. Mm-hmm. I'd order this off the kids' menu at Carson's. It is a big sandwich Of for course, I uh, always huge. get pork belly mac and cheese mm-hmm. when I go there, but you know. And
1: in mm-hmm. fact, I'm saving this, the part that I ate, and the other, probably the other half from nobody wants it, and I yeah. eat it tomorrow.
0: Do it. Mm-hmm. It's all you, unless Renee wants it. Mm-hmm.
2: You might even be able to warm that up in the microwave and kind of
1: see what it would...
0: Or pop it in the oven Ooh. and get a little... Or toaster yeah. oven. Oh, yeah. A little... Air fryer action, if you have mm-hmm.
1: one. Yeah, yeah, that'd probably work for it. Just to kind mm-hmm. of warm it back up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All kinds of things you could do to it. Alrighty, so I think we all agreed on the local here at the end. Yeah. Slight yeah. edge. But mm-hmm. this is one of the few times that something's got a slight edge. I feel like. I feel like we have opinions that are far-reaching one way or the other. I think
1: I've got a new insult, too, because it's kind of hard to screw up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I feel like, you know. And so if somebody just really can't do something, man, they could screw up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) There's your new insult.
0: I like it. I like it. All right, so we're nearing the end of the show here. Good show, guys. I had fun on this one. Just like I do on usual ones, but I felt like we had a really good show here. Yeah, it was solid. So mm-hmm. let's finish it up by going around and talking about what we be drinking. Uh, Carrie, you want to start us off?
1: Okay, so this John you didn't drain port. No, no, well, because I'm I'm I don't have anything else to drink. So <laughs> while well, I'm sitting here, uh, you know, John bought me a bunch of different weirdo flavors of the Walmart fizzy water, and this one's cotton candy, and ugh. You was, drank more of it than I thought you were. Going well, to when I first started drinking it, it was over. It was just over sweet. It was just ugh, sickly, sickly yeah, sweet. Yeah, it was. It and like I don't insane. know if it's because it's warmed up or if just because I'm kind of been sitting here just mindlessly drinking it because mm-hmm. that t- that tends to happen. Um, it, ugh, it's still. It's just sweet. It's too. I, I would not actively seek this out again.
0: Yeah, that's
1: fair. I on my own, uh, maybe you can
2: put that on the list for John not to buy anymore. Yeah. 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 Okay, what you got, Renee? Um, so my sweet tea of the of the month, week, whatever we're at. Um, so I went to Vinaigrette, which the one that I went to was in Hamburg, and had a lovely salad and some pumpkin bisque soup. And with my with my soup, I had one of their teas that they that they had. It's an unsweetened. This has a lot in it. Hibiscus tea infused with orange peel cinnamon and lemon myrtle you had unsweetened tea i did get an unsweetened tea i wanted to try it i figured with all those other spices and flavors i kind of wanted to taste what that is like um i would prefer there be something sweet in there because it is it's a little well (laughs) not maybe not cotton candy with my hibiscus but i was thinking maybe some honey in there I i don't think it needs a lot yeah um but i think this would probably be better as a hot tea than a cold tea
0: okay it but, does sound like a but good
2: but it naughty. is, but it is good though. Cool, and I did really enjoy my
0: salad. Nice, I like their salads quite mm-hmm. a bit. Never been. Ooh, um, it's a must try. All right. mm-hmm. Very good. It gets the Bbb and Eats recommendation mm-hmm. apparently. So, mm-hmm. oh, okay. just now. Well, I didn't want to order order it for the first time on
2: DoorDash because mm-hmm. they they up the prices on DoorDash. Was by all the fees. Mm-hmm. And so I actually got to go and eat there in person. And I was like, now I'd be willing to order on DoorDash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. fair enough.
0: I get it quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I had like grand plans of stopping by Starbucks, getting my new favorite drink, which I'll keep a secret in case I get it for the next episode. But instead, I stopped at Sonic because it was a little bit more convenient. And I got a diet cherry limeade, which I haven't I, had in quite
2: some time. And it, I used to surprise you with those at work all the time. You did.
0: I mean, tastes like sherry limey. It's slightly less sweet.
2: Harrison Richmond still
1: burnt down. Did <laughs> like it, it, it didn't Did unburn. it really? Mm-hmm. It burned down? Yeah. When?
2: Um, about oh. a month or so ago. Really? Mm-hmm. What you say, three years ago. Huh.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I don't and know. They've not built
0: it back yet. It just burned down. just burned down. <laughs> See, I don't They're go. still not back.
1: I don't go on the bypass. Mm-hmm. So, that's probably why I didn't well, the thing realize
2: it. Well, the thing that stinks is there's... Not a lot of options like late at night Especially if you're a night shifter Right. And the Sonic was actually open 24 hours uh, There were used to be even We have two Waffle Houses mm-hmm. One of them actually closes And the other one mm-hmm. stays open mm-hmm. But there's not many things anymore no. Even mm-hmm. Steak and Shake
0: You got a Waffle House in yep. Richmond That's actually 24 hours Because I didn't yep. think they existed anymore Me and Brad we went one. into 17 of them And they kicked us out of every single one of them Should have okay. driven to Richmond Apparently, <laughs> we should just driven past both of our towns. Exactly right. And gone straight to Richmond. Mm-hmm. Oh, all
2: right. Because so we have the cookout and cookout's right. open, or it's really, if it's not twenty four hours, it's open really late. And um, the drive through at Second Shake used to be open all the time, and now it's not. Now they're closing. But that uh, Waffle House that's close to the, mm-hmm. the cookout, where it's mm-hmm. closer to campus, and kids are still out running around late, that one will stay open. Okay. But mm-hmm. the one on the other side of town, which is closer to my house, that one closes.
0: Sad day. Uh-huh. What a way to end the podcast on a sad note. <laughs> All right, well, that's gonna do it for us on this week. 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 On this week's episode of Hungry in Kentucky, you can find us on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Hungry in KY. You can email us hungryinky at gmail dot com, and you can find our podcast on. Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Pandora, where, wherever been, anywhere
2: you can think to find a podcast. Yeah,
0: wherever you get your podcasts, mm-hmm. they're probably, it's probably there. So where do we find our blog at
2: right now? Um, our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon & We are on Facebook and Instagram as our Christian name, Bluegrass Bourbon & Twitter, we are BB&Eats, and, and our website is bb
1: And then where do we find you at, Carrie? Well, of course, on the Twitters, at GRLS Mm Beer Sports, on Facebook, or on Instagram. We are everywhere good podcasts are free, and you can always hear Sarah again (laughs) on GBS. Burping. So, yeah, check it out. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. All righty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.